forever. Dog. Hi, Anna. Hi, Andrew. And hey, everybody else. And welcome to our podcast. Scary Scary Stories Stories to Tell on the Pod. pod. It is a podcast about scary stories, urban legends, scary things you tell us about, haunted pumpkins that are sipping (laughs) pumpkin spice lattes being like, it's just so much sugar that I don't feel good about it. Also, it's made out of my mom. (laughs) Um, It's primarily sort of like a a comedy podcast hosted by Mm. people who like mean scary people would say weren't comedians but like you know theater types (laughs) would say that we're straight up road dog comedians so it's really in that fun liminal space of like you know he was a playwright I thought I was going to be you know a Shakespearean actress and instead it's sort of podcasting for us Um, so we are not like out on um, haunted islands with like divining rods and spirit boxes we're more like in our sweet homey apartments um, watching scary movies on our computers and the window is minimized all the way down. <laughs> That's that exactly safe. it. Um, and Hey, if you want to, if you want us to go to a spooky Island with spirit boxes and such, um, let us know, you know, contact your local production company um, yeah, and TV network. And maybe we'll get that going. But Andrew and I could get being, shredded with enough notice. It listen, how how shocked and delighted would all of you be if the next picture Anne and I posted, we were just absolutely shredded? <laughs> just like absolutely bodybuilding competition <laughs> shredded in a Marriott hotel room in Atlantic City. Yeah. With like a, little, like number, a little bit worried. <laughs> a little number pinned to our underwear. Like, can't wait. This is so I know in what order I can go to the buffet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to enter a bodybuilding competition and then just do a bad job and just be me. Yeah. <laughs> That thing has circuits. There's like entry level stuff. I want to enter one and not deliver. (laughs) Just make everyone feel really good about themselves. Like just I'm the control group in case any of you were wondering what it would look like if you ate whatever you wanted and never exercised. I'm that. Right. And listen, I mean, <laughs> I feel like that would be a thing that others would embrace in a bodybuilding competition. You know, you want something. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, imagine if, um, imagine if you entered a tomato competition and someone just brought <laughs> like hot rank mush and was like, this is my tomato. This, I don't, something ha- it came out this way. It started green <laughs> and small. And then it, the next day it was this. It might've just been an iguana that I let die. I don't know. We don't know. Um, um, but yeah, it's, Hey, it is October. It it's is October baby. It is. It, I mean, and now we're deep in it. It's, it's the Libra part of October. So everyone, I don't know if you can oh. feel this, but there's sort of a, what's the word? Pugilant. Yeah. Sort of a fighty kind of nasty little pissy vibe in the air. <laughs> like it's haunted, but it's also a little bit like I'm not talking to my roommate is the vibe. <laughs> Yeah, this is if you go to um, a pumpkin patch at this time of year, you're going to hear a lot of people just being like, Jared, Jared. No, whatever. Then why do we come? Yeah. (laughs) No, it's whatever. No, you're right. It was my idea. And that's fine. It's like, no, (laughs) it's the time of year where you can be cold and still get sunburned. (laughs) 
<laughs> the whole world is being like, I'm going to get you. That's what that's what mid-October is. The world has its period for sure. <laughs> and wow. Yeah. That's a bumper sticker, Anna. That's a bumper sticker, Anna. So, Anna. Yes. It is a Monday. It's a Monday. And uh, on Mondays, now that we're back in the swing of things, we uh, we like to read from Alvin Schwartz and Stephen Gamble's Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark series. We do like that. And uh, I believe it's my turn, Anna. It is your turn. And I've got... I've got a humdinger and I have a confession to make everybody. Um, Anna and I have recorded this story before, but it was a time (laughs) when Anna and I recorded and we realized that actually neither of us had recorded anything. (laughs) This happened. This has happened. I think seven or eight times where we've recorded 40 minutes of podcast ripping and roaring and wheeling and wailing. And then I realized that the microphone cord is just in my butt. (laughs) Absolutely (laughs) recording nothing. (laughs) <laughs> it, I mean, the amount of lost episodes that they're it, they're they're just completely lost because it was just Anne and I talking to each other for forty minutes. Just my little board is plugged into a pumpkin. I'm like, <laughs> great, let me check the levels. It's really good. We're I was just fun. holding a sweet potato and not a microphone at all. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that would be silly. <laughs> that um, would be far too silly. But. Um, it's been a long time. You certainly haven't heard it, but Anne and I have. This one, gentle listeners, is called Like Cat's Eyes. As Jim Brand lay dying, his wife left him with his nurse and went into the next room to rest. Which, frankly, that's a flex. That's a flex to be a wife with a nurse? And to say, like, my husband's dying, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go lie down on a chaise take a rest this is a have this is a lot it's a lot for i wasn't expecting it to be this weird (laughs) but also this is what happens when your husband gets a first name last name and you are just wife that's that's what you get that if you're just wife and your husband has a first name last name and you have nothing like you get tired easy you need to go in another room yeah you deserve you've earned this you've earned mrs brand has earned the right to go into the other room and take a rest on on the sofa yes she sat in the dark Staring into the night. So she's not even napping. She just needs a second. Yeah, she just needs to, she just needed some social distance. I did this just last night. I went to my office, opened the window and stuck my head out like a dog. (laughs) I just needed, I just needed air and nothing was even happening. I don't know how I've convinced myself now in these, um, during my like zoom meeting days, where I'm like, oh, I remember vaguely hearing that you should stand up once an hour, but I think it kind of defeats the purpose if you stand up once an hour to go eat a graham cracker with peanut butter on it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Stand up to eat a graham cracker. I got nothing. Whatever. That's exercise. <laughs> bail. Bail, 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 bail. <laughs> uh, suddenly, Mrs. Brand saw headlights come rapidly up the driveway. Oh, no, she thought. I don't want visitors. Not now. But it wasn't a car bringing a visitor. It was an old hearse with maybe a half dozen small men hanging from the sides. Okay. okay. What are we assuming? When there, are, when there are six small men hanging from the sides of a car that looks like a hearse, what's your reaction, Anna? Oh, um, they all live together in East Williamsburg. Yeah. But they're just irritating. That's fair. Yeah, you know, it's like they um they call themselves like the squad, but they've never <laughs> talked to a woman who's not a waitress before. That's true. 
they're like, hell yeah, slight pee all day. And it's like, <laughs> well, if you call it pee, I don't know if you do. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so half dozen small men hang from the sides and they're not even in the hearse. Wild. Okay. Yeah. At least that's what it looked like. The hearse screeched to a stop. The men jumped off and stared up at her, their eyes glowing with a soft yellow light like cat's eyes. This is definitely Williamsburg. You're right. She watched with horror as they disappeared into her house, which that's very scary. Yeah. An instant later, they were back lifting something into the hearse. Then they drove off at a high speed, wheels squealing, the gravel in the driveway flying in all directions. At that very moment, the nurse came in to say that Jim Brand had died. That could happen. <laughs> I guess it could. Oh um, and then let's talk a little bit about the illustration because it, it just goes hand in hand so clearly. Really um, Anna, does. do you see it or shall I send it to you? you- um, I have it in my mind. Do you want to describe? Great. Yes. Okay. So this this is indeed um, six silhouettes of Muppety looking men. <laughs> One of them has a top hat. They all have kind of Hey Arnold shaped heads. Um, in fact, between the eyes and the heads, these could all be Hey Arnold. That's true. Except the middle one could be Gerald. And if there were pigtails, I mean, any one of these could be Helga. They could. Um, We're not saying they couldn't. These are very much um, shadowy ink blots, not clear legs or arms, just sort of masses. Uh, And their eyes, crystal clear, are glowing cat's eyes. It's very scary. This is a very effective illustration. Yeah, they're very cat-shaped, very sharp and And notable, Anna, that no Stephen Gamble drips. This is more of a charcoal hazy drawing, which I feel is quite rare for him yeah he was trying something different yeah we admire that this was from scary stories three so he's really he's thinking outside the box he's a different man (laughs) uh so anna what is scary about this story um sort of the mystery of death um Mm -hmm. also like i think the thing that spooked me about this as a kid was just the attitude that like the guys in the hearse, this was just like another day, another job for them. And they oh, like, yeah. it's sort of like when you see the people in a cemetery when you're at a funeral and you're like, oh, they bury so many people that they don't really, not that they right. don't care, but it's just like another day, another dollar. But like, it's your person mm-hmm. The just the sort of, well, we got to get him in here and we got to go. It's like when you get a couch delivered and they're like, we got a lot of other um souls to pick up tonight so we just gotta we gotta get this we gotta go we're late um i know just that like your death is so whatever yeah i in my head i imagine when the little men run off of the hearse into the house that they're all going like hop 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 like like cartoon <laughs> people who are doing their job i picture them smoking like the gravediggers in the um uh ebenezer scrooge or scrooge mcduck version of Oh uh, yeah, Christmas Muppet Christmas or not Muppet Christmas Carol. Disney in the Christmas Ebenezer Carol. Scrooge version of a Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> no, I know it's like the weasels from the Disney one, right? That's what it is. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, these ones really scare me. I think another thing that's frightening is missing your significant other's death. That's a bummer. Well, I've also heard that this is sort of a common thing that like 
if you're sitting in the room with someone, they won't die and they sort of wait for the person to leave. Oh, it's kind of rude, it's, actually. It's, yeah, that's kind of rude. An Irish <laughs> goodbye of death. <laughs> well, it's embarrassing to die in front of someone. This whole story. Yeah. What what do you find scary about it? Oh, OK. There's something really extra scary when a scary thing is happening amidst something really sad. You yes. know, Fing- it's like you- that's too many negative emotions at once. You, you got. I was going to say finger on the pulse, which is not. I meant nail on the head. That's like I exactly. Like fi- finger on the pulse could work too. Yeah, like really up to date with what I think about this old scary story. <laughs> um, yeah, like it's a sad thing, but then something scary is happening because the scary thing doesn't care if you're sad. It's going to happen anyway. What do we think? Okay, Anna, let's talk casting. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my god, this is going to be such a Ryan Murphy casting fest. Like Oh, you it know has it cuz oh. I I got to say for Mrs. Brand, it's Patty Lapone or nothing. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay, sure. I can see that. I'm going there. That wasn't where I was starting, but I oh, who, Where were you starting? I was starting with Sarah Paulson or nothing. Oh, I see she has Sarah Paulson as Ratchet as the nurse, maybe? I just she has big um recent widow vibes. Yeah. What is it about her? Because you're right. What 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 gives her widow vibes? Good good question. I think it's the sort of sense of decorum, uh, the sense of sort of restrained suffering. Yeah. Um she's got good widow hair. Really good widow hair. No flyaways. No flyaways. If you're a widow, you can't be frizzy. No, that's um, that's for eccentrics. That's not for widows. No. We need to empathize with the widow. She needs to be Anna, neat. I'm coming around to this because another thing that makes a – I feel another thing that makes a good um, period widow is posture. And Sarah Paulson, mm. great posture. She does have great posture. We don't have this anymore now. They're casting off a TikTok. All the girls slouch. <laughs> Go to drama school, teach how to stand up straight. No more character shoes. Now it's all Ugg boots and high C soda pop. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> um, that's good. Uh, who do we think of for the the little cat size guys? I'm going to say maybe a dance team. The Jabberwockies. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> the Jabberwockies and then the guy who plays the brother in Stranger Things. The brother. the Charlie the, Kirk? Um, Is that his name? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I see Charlie Kirk. He's got cat's eyes. What? Yeah, who are, who are actors huh? with cat's eyes? Jason is in the corner of my apartment going, Charlie Heaton, Heaton, Heaton. Charlie oh, Charlie Heaton. He- <laughs> Heaton. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Jason. That Now now we put $10 in the, um, the Jason thing. Hammond's Memorial Correction Fund. Yes, for um, CW's uh, sort of orbit actors. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, oh, another, I mean, I feel, oh, here's another twist. Okay. The six, so the half dozen little men on the hearse, all six are played by Kyle Mooney. Oh, yeah. Motion capped <laughs> as little kittens. You know what I mean? Oh, With little God. hats in the dark. Yeah. 
I think that's good. I think like if we can shoot it in the summer, I think that's good. I, I know. I, it, I'm, I'm not even going to invite that sort of hectic schedule into his life or yours. I do think ultimately yeah. it's going to be the Jabberwockies and then just one CW actor. <laughs> Who's the leader? Who's at the front? Who's at and the he, front? He pours a big glass of milk on the front of his shirt and goes, oops. Were there any boy bands with six people? Nope. It wow. was only five, four, or three. Anna, you're absolutely right. I just Googled the, were there any boy bands with five, with six members? And truly the result was no. <laughs> no, it's too many. You can't, you can't have a crush. There was seven. There was S Club Seven. Oh. But that was boy and girl. What if we cast S Club Seven, but we just told one of them that they weren't going to make the cut? Um, I think they'd be like, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> and they would all know immediately who was the one they, they don't want. Deal. Um, and finally, what about Jim Brand? Who's playing Who's playing Dead Boy? I feel like Sterling K. Brown plays like struggling death probably well. Oh, yeah. Like his I wife do doesn't. Like Sterling. His wife is like off board. They're not on great terms, maybe. Yeah. What? Oh, have you started watching um, The Haunting of Bly Manor, the new, no. the new season of Haunting of Bly I need to Hill pace Hill? myself with scary things. I think. Oh, right. You've been going I, hard. I think I've, I think I've bitten off more than I can chew. I'm now afraid uh, to leave uh, 30 Rock at night by myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Simply what I do all every day. Um, so I need a second. Yeah, no, that's very fair. I think, I mean, here's the thing. If you, here's a recommendation. If the Haunting series um, on Netflix is a little too high octane, uh, if you want all the spookiness but none of the uh, searing off the the front of your brain, um the Innocence, which is like a 1960s adaptation of Return of the Screw, which is the same thing that Haunting of Bly Manor is based on, um, is great. It's Deborah Carr. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. It's black and white. Very spooky. But Ooh. nothing um, nothing uh, obtrusive into your brain when you're going to sleep. That's really important for me. But Thank you for there's that. An, you're very welcome. There's an actor in it, uh, Rahul Kohli. Um, who plays the chef in Haunting of Bly Manor. And he's very good. And I think he might be good for the nurse. I was going to ask about the nurse. I Who, a male nurse, imagine? I'd love a male nurse. No wonder the patient died. Am I right? Up top. Oh, Andrew, no. stop. Oh, no. What if, this, what, what if that's the downfall of this podcast? <laughs> oh, like, my Why? God. Bring it on. End me now. <laughs> End it all. End I, I it do all. have to say I need to issue an apology because I feel like our entire listenership is um, nurses just in general. We do have a lot of nurses. I'm I'm very pleased to say. Um, That's really we have good. A, a lot of nurses, a lot of people who, who work in healthcare. I've also noticed certainly more than five like mortician or people who work at funeral homes. This is really, <laughs> really good. This is really good. It's what I want. I love that people because i feel like so many girls in high school were like i want to work in a csi like i want to do like <laughs> i'm gonna go to mortuary school and then none of them did and i love that there are people who did i love yes through. me too i i find it really helpful it's like you know everyone wants a friend who's a dentist and a plumber but i think it's super <laughs> helpful to have a friend who's a mortician yeah because you can be like is it true you crap your ass when you die and they're like yeah I crap my ass. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> um, yeah, I 
I think about that a lot. I think about um like I don't I don't know that I'll ever do open casket because I feel like I've I've learned too much about how that system works. Not that it's bad, but just like I don't know, just burn me up, turn me into dust. Make me a little flower. Um yeah, yeah I know. I, I've been like meaning to write just speaking about in the this area. I feel like the thing that also is scary about the story is that it makes you think about like what will happen to your body after you die. Yeah. Like we're assuming that these guys take the soul or whatever, but like I always, I've been meaning to like write down my will or like wishes um, for a couple of years just because right. I follow a mortician on uh, YouTube, uh, Caitlin Doty, who's great. Um, but like, I feel like what I want, if my parents are the ones burying me, I sort of want them to do whatever they want because then that's sad. <laughs> like, I feel like. That's fair. It would be weird to make my like religious parents who belong to two different religious backgrounds to like bring me to a weird body farm in like Pasadena. <laughs> like I don't want to make them donate me to a weird UCLA program where they put dead bodies in like the woods to see how fast it takes them to decompose under different conditions. Oh, no. Like I don't. Oh no. I like that is what I want, but like I don't want my parents to have to do that. So I, I want to put in a stipulation that's like, if uh, my parents are still alive, do a weird wake or whatever. But like, if you're not, here's what I want. That's good. I think that's a really, I think that's a really compassionate way of looking at it, Anna. Um, yeah, I think for me, I used to, I used to be like, oh, what would be a good song for my funeral? Like that thought would occur to me sometimes. <laughs> and your song, your funeral is going to be four minutes long. Yeah, everyone has to move super fast. It's a game to see if the, if I can be fully eulogized and buried in the amount of time that it takes someone to sing uh, "Hurry, It's Lovely Up Here." No, no. <laughs> Which I was thinking would be a funny song. It's like a musical theater song. "Hurry, It's Lovely I, Up Here." I don't know it. It sounds like a made-up musical theater song. Um, but it's about, well, it's about like, I thought it'd be funny because it's like, you know, but then I realized that it would make it sound like what I was telling to my friends was, I hope you all die soon. <laughs> oh yeah. Fuck um, Earth. which <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the, um, that's going to be the name of my funeral Fuck in the Earth. program of my funeral. It's just called fuck Earth. All of you were fake. <laughs> <laughs> Just openly trolling my grieving left behinds. A bishop just gets up and lists my personal grievances with everyone I've ever met. Chris Shelley. <laughs> Dominic, were- you're basic and you drank all my apple cider and I know it was you. Okay. I have something to share. This is from the appendix in, okay. uh, in scary stories about Ooh. like cat's eyes. We like that. Um, that this is from... A bo- so he- twist. This is from a book um, by Augustus Hare called "Story of My Life," and Anna, I hate to break it to you, "Story of My Life" is an autobiography. <laughs> no. What? To which I say, "What? What? This, so this I- is I'm, something that happened to someone." I-, I don't know whether I. I have to assume that he is repeating a story that he heard that scared him instead of this is something that happened to him or something he experienced. This is what happened after he died. He wrote a book about it. And then they recorded it in his memoir. Yeah. No, he um, wrote it. Right, he was like, right. It's so this crazy. Is, it's incredibly bizarre. 
Yeah, it's from um, – he was born in 1834. This is wild. Yeah. It's the story of my life. Also, what a – that's a flex to name your to name your life story the story of my life. Insane. Insane. Good for you. Um, well, Anna, thank you for letting me share this one once again. Andrew, I'm glad. I mean, who knows if it's recording, to be honest. Good. Yeah. I, I, I even did a backup one just in case, but I, my computer's smoking right now. So God only knows. God only knows. Um, Thank you so much, Andrew, for having me back. I know um, <laughs> we took a moment and, and it's nice. Thank you, Anna. You can come back anytime. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Um, I guess um, before we end, um, should we say if anything scary happened to us this week? I would love it. Do you, Do you have something, oh. Anna? Um, I guess, yeah, mine was just like leaving the office really late at night. And um, something will happen where if I stay up late enough, I start to like... <laughs> Am I just describing like a deeply troubling um, mental illness uh, uh, symptom that I'm acting like y'all know how it is when (laughs) no one knows how it is when when you can't breathe because you're thinking too hard about things (laughs) water comes out your butt but it's clear so it's like it's fine Um, yeah like I'll get so tired that my thoughts start to sound like uh, (laughs) sounds. I start to a little bit hear them. Oh. And I was like tired. It was like five in the morning or like four in the morning I was leaving. And I put in my little AirPods to sort of keep me company. And I put in a podcast and then it just sounded like someone was talking in my ears, which is what a podcast is. Oh, yeah. So yep. Then I changed it to uh, songs, but then it sounded like someone was singing in my ears, which wasn't any better. <laughs> so I just took them out and was walking around like empty ass hallways at night. And it, it usually is empty at that time of night, but it was just like the kind of emptiness when no one is really in the building at all. Oh, right. And then also like wearing a mask, it just throws you off more. Um, that is very scary, Anna. It was spooky. It was spooky ass. Yeah. Empty hallways, empty, like when you're the only one at work or when you're one of very few people at work. Very scary. Yeah. What about you? Let's see. Um... So every Halloween, I, I really lean into being a Halloween uncle because I feel an, an uncle at Christmas time is white noise. So you have to figure out a new way to uh, distinguish yourself, and Halloween is what I choose. So um, Chris and I always send the kids age-appropriate spooky books, which I know I've talked about before. Um, and this this scary thing is actually a very funny thing, and I will send you a picture. So um, uh, our youngest niece – um, we sent her like a, a counting book about ghosts, but oh. also a sticker book where it's like, make your own monster. Wow. Um, and <laughs> also very heated reviews of the make your own monster sticker book. Um, I think people just don't understand what a sticker book is oh, where, wow. where it's like, um, people were like, what am I supposed to, what are my kids supposed to do once they're done using the stickers in the sticker book? And it's like, well, that's what it is. What did that's you what think this? Oh, my God. Has um, that book been around for a long time? Because it's pinging something in my memory. I think so. I think it's a, I think it's like a British series. There's like make your own um, make your own like monster, make your own haunted house, make your own dragon. I think there's like make your own mermaid. 
Um, so my brother sent me a picture of the sticker that my uh, my niece Elise made. And so I'll send you the monster first, and then I will send you um, her impression of the monster, which is so dead on. <laughs> Anna, could you be so kind as to describe the monster you've been sent? Yes. So uh, the head itself is sort of like a triangular horn-shaped head with a yes a little mouth at the bottom with little rounded jagged teeth the eyes are red they're sort of like werewolf looking eyes with like fur and they're red yes. and then there's two very spooky shofar like horns coming out of the top <laughs> but they're not fully one is connected to an eyeball and one is just floating then there's two hairy like bear monster arms one is attached to an eye. One is pure floating. One sort of bird-like talon, a fuzzy just circle, and it's all floating. Nothing's connected to anything. Nothing is connected to anything. And now I'm going to send you um, Elisa's impression of the monster she made. Oh, oh my God. It is... The- it is the most chilling act. Like to me, it's like if you were to say like do an impression of this monster, I'd be like, I don't even know where to begin. And she just picks such a specific thing <gasps> where she's imitating the eyes of the monster. And <laughs> it makes her look just like it. She look, I'm going back and forth and I actually can't tell the difference. I know. Cause she's oh sort of like goodness. downturned. She like turned the eyes the opposite way down. So she's sort of like pulling her face down anyway. It's um, a very a funny face, and it's a little bit of a scary face too. <laughs> That's um, true. That's and true. And also, She's the mouth, the mouth shape is a little bit like the monster mouth shape. And she classically, as I know, I've said before, um, we I got her a book once called uh, "Bonaparte Falls Apart," and it's about a skeleton who keeps falling apart. And in the background of one of the pictures was like a, a little kid werewolf and a little kid Frankenstein, and then there was like this little weird thing with a hood. And it had fangs, but it was kind of a skull face. And she was like, what's that? And then she corrected herself. And she was like, oh, it's probably a ghoul. <laughs> yes. Oh, we love Elise. Favorite line. Just shout out to Elise. Um, perhaps our youngest fan. Perhaps. Who knows? Maybe there's babies who like us. <laughs> that's very possible. Uh, but yeah, that's my scary thing. And uh, it's so nice to have you back. It's so nice to be back. I mean, no promises about the future, but... Uh... Just good to to cruise with you. It's been so fun, but unfortunately, we do have one little piece of housekeeping to ask of you before we end. Get Get out. out. Forever Forever dog. dog. Forever dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Scary Stories to Tell on the Pod is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Chris Ryan. Cover art by Bats Langley. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. <laughs>